This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Over Christmas, Chinese President Xi Jinping detailed his long-term goals just ahead of a two-day Central Rural Work Conference on state-run China Central Television. His focus was on achieving national food security, and he returned to the self-sufficiency mantra that characterized China in the 1980s and 90s. He called for farmland protection and expanding soybean and oil crop planting, he said that ensuring the supply of primary agricultural products was an important strategic issue. He called on efforts to boost production, saying the push was an effort to safeguard grain security and protect farmland, make down-to-earth structural adjustments, expand the planting of soybean and oil crops, as well as ensure the supplies of pork, vegetables, and other agricultural and sideline products. Our take on this is that China does indeed plan geopolitical dominance, it is bracing for the possibility of new trade sanctions if they go too far. China wants to bring abandoned land back into production. The Chinese Minister of Agricultural and Rural Affairs told the People's Daily that abandoned land needed to be brought back into cultivation and that intercropping needed to be used to ensure stable grain acreage in 2022. Safeguarding the supply of security of grains and important agricultural and sideline products is always their top task and main priority, he told the paper. The leader of the Chinese Communist Party, Xi Jinping, said at the conference that China must establish a strategic baseline to ensure self-sufficiency in key commodities for securing the supply of primary products will help advance the country's long-term agenda. That only reinforces our suspicion of what that agenda may entail, we were particularly struck by some Western analysts viewing this conference as a thinly veiled reference to increasing tensions with the U.S. and allies, such as Australia, that could prod China to actually go into a buying binge to rebuild reserves while it ramps up its own domestic production over the next several years. There has been a ceasefire in the trade war between China and the United States, but also there has been no further advancement in any trade liberalization. Talks appear to have stagnated with lack of initiative for repairs. The United States continues to adhere to a protectionist policy while China is preparing for the worst case scenario. In order to comply with the Phase 1 trade agreement, China would have to have focused its purchases more on the United States, yet they have not done so, letting market forces determine their points of origination of different products. Brazil and other sources of food origination for China have not been penalized by Phase 1. Bank recently offered some forecasts, that some of which were positive and some not so much, for 2022. Bank thinks that Bow Fuels enters 2022 with considerable momentum. As the ethanol complex is revving in all cylinders driven by strong consumer demand and higher gasoline and fuel ethanol prices. Beyond ethanol, 2022 should see the continued build-out of soybean crushing and soy oil refining capacity to support the expected growth in renewable diesel. Bank is optimistic that lean supplies and strong demand will bolster prices of animal proteins. The Bureau of Labor Statistics Consumer Price Index for all meats, poultry, fish, and eggs hit an all-time high in October, up 12% year-on-year. As restaurant and grocery prices adjust, 
consumer-level meat inflation is likely to continue well into the new year. While higher retail prices could limit consumption growth, tighter cattle supplies, ongoing broiler breeder issues, and sow herd reductions should support favorable processing margins through at least the first half of 2022. Though beef exports have been robust during the second half of 2021, the collective U.S. protein opportunity to China may have already peaked. They also see that climate policy will continue to drive private sector economic activity. Many have wrongly assumed that big business generally regards concern about climate change as a nuisance to be managed and only promoted by the radical fringe in politics. Not so at all. Cobank put it like this, Reasonable people can disagree as to the wisdom of this current policy emphasis on addressing climate change. What is beyond doubt is that climate concerns are reshaping global capital markets and the behavior of private business across sectors and geography and will continue to do so in the years ahead. Even conservative businesses see the profit in climate change policy. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.